Hey guys, welcome to the Android Andy UK podcast. It's episode 13. It is the 23rd of July, and I guess I'll start with an apology. <laughs> I haven't realized it's been so long since I've recorded one, actually. It's been like seven or eight weeks. So uh, if I do have listeners out there, I do apologize if you've been waiting for any kind of update on things that are going on. So um, obviously there's quite a bit that's happened in those seven or eight weeks. And I'm going to start with the World Cup. It seems like ages ago already. I mean, I think it was only, what, a week back for the for the final? Um, and obviously, I'm English, I'm an England fan, I don't know where you might be listening, but I, and I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of, I'm going to call it soccer, it might annoy some people, because um, I play American football, played American football and follow American football. So I have that tendency sometimes to refer to it as soccer because when I say football, sometimes I refer to American football. Anyway, but I'm not that big a fan just because it's all the, it's the whole diving thing. It just really bugs me. I don't know why they decide they kind of choose not to do anything about it. You could quite easily clear it up if you wanted to, but I don't know if it's just kind of accepted as part of the game. So on it goes, and it just—I mean—it's cheating. I don't—I don't get why it's allowed. Anyway. Um, moving on from that, there were some actually some very entertaining games. I did enjoy watching a few of them that went sort of um, extra time and penalties. And I still, again, I still say penalties is not a good way to decide a winner after having played for two hours. You're going to go down to penalty kicks. But is there a better way? I'm not convinced there is. Well, aside from personally, I'd make the goals bigger. I think you'd have much less ties um, and it wouldn't be a factor very often at all. Uh, anyway. So why am I talking about it though? Because actually the slight tech angle on it was is the whole sort of ultra high def against regular. So the games were all split between iPlayer, or BBC I should say, and ITV. And if you watched on iPlayer, you had the option to watch in UHD. And wow, did it look amazing. I was so impressed. And it was kind of a little disappointing if I had to watch a game on ITV. Um, having said that, I did properly set up the TV area, which, which we just don't use it. Well, I don't think it was even plugged in, basically. So I plugged that in, and, and watching uh, the HD ITV was better. Um, but UHD just looked fantastic. It almost felt like you could pick people out of the crowds on some of the, even some of the wider shots. It just looked so amazing. Um, I just kind of mentioned that because I think it was in, actually in the last episode, I mentioned how I've got two new TVs, both that do 4K. I'd finally decided... You know, I think there's enough 4K content out there to make it worthwhile. And then along came the World Cup in 4K, well, on the BBC. Um, so, yeah, just just to kind of, just something to bear in mind, I suppose, that if you haven't yet made the jump to 4K, things like that, it, oh, they really do, it really does look pretty outstanding. Anyway, let's move on to sort of beefier tech. And uh, you may have seen, if you're subscribed to my YouTube channel, which I would imagine you are if you're listening to this, that I reviewed the Moto G6. Um, and there seems to be a bit of a kind of a battle around that kind of 200, 300 price mark of the Honor 9, the Moto G6, and the Huawei P20 Lite. And I actually honestly forgot that I'd reviewed the Honor 9 back in July. I sort of had to search my channel to check. Oh, oh, I do have it. <laughs> and that's, I don't know, that's what I hate about having a terrible memory. I can't remember a lot about it. But I do keep the notes in on my reviews so that I can kind of read back to the comments that I made about the devices um, to try and help, you know, when people say, oh, which do you think of these three? And I think I would actually lean towards the Huawei P20 Lite um, if you are out there thinking that. So I don't know why I'm starting talking about that, con considering I was started off telling you about the Moto G6, but this, I suppose, just led me on to the comparisons. Uh, the Moto G6 I do like. I like the sort of it's pretty pretty much stock Android, um, and generally the experience was pretty good. The camera was, I guess, a bit of a concern. So photos looked 
I would say look good. I'm not sure I go much higher the praise than that, but they did look good. But video was was pretty awful to be honest. Just shaky. It looked really pixelated. I, mean, I don't know if they can do anything with software updates over the coming months, but I do use my phone quite a lot for sort of photos and video, and and it would really put me off if I had to use video as bad as the G6 had which is interesting because actually the original Moto G its big downfall was its camera everything else was fantastic and amazing and I you know I would still say it's one of the best phones for money for the time that you could buy um but I now I'm, I don't know I, I guess because it's no longer a 100 pound device it is a 240 pound device so I, I suppose I'm just looking for you know a bit better in that area and I, and I think that's why I lean towards the P20 Lite if the P20 Lite was more stock Android I'd be a fairly clear decision um but there you go so moto g6 it is a good device and if you're again if you're not that bothered by the by the video then i would yeah i'd recommend it it's a really well made device there was very little lag um for only well i got the second hand one for 180 that was basically brand new so you know it's it's not it's not uh, an expensive device the other hardware i had before that i think i just emailed jabra so when i go to the gym i use my jabra elite sport or whatever they're called i forget um when i'm working out and actually i really like them so i emailed jabra just saying oh, i'm just wondering if you've got any of the headphones that you might want me to review and they sent me the jabra elite 45e so they're bluetooth but they are the ones that are kind of there's a wire tethering the two earpieces together um but they're actually one of the most comfortable headphones or earphones because they're inner ear with a little wing um, one of the most comfortable, comfortable pair that I've ever worn. They're really, really quite impressive. How when I put them in, they just, you almost didn't feel they were there. Um, at the same time, I, that possibly is part of the reason why there's not very good noise isolation. So you still get sound bleed from things going around you. Now, that's perhaps not a bad thing if you're a jogger or something like that, because you want to hear cars that are coming. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really notice it because actually the music sounded great when I was listening to it. And the, the volume was good, um, and that was kind of it was loud enough that it would sort of overpower external noises um, if that's what you want it to do. I also really liked the kind of slightly magnetic um, connectors just underneath the earpieces, which I think was where the battery was would be stored as well. And just pulling them apart basically turns them on and connects them back into your phone pretty instantly. Um, putting them back together meant that they turned them off and obviously disconnected so yeah generally they were really nice the only thing i kind of thought they were lacking and i'm sorry if you've already watched the video and you're like oh yeah i know andy shut up and move on um the only thing they're lacking perhaps is some kind of carry case because when you connect the, the magnets together and drop them in your your rucksack to head off to the gym almost instantly they, they disconnect uh, the magnets disconnect and it connects to your phone because they've now turned on whereas if there's a little carry case that you could drop them into that's less likely to happen um the other thing that happened, I, I use software to track how often or how long I play computer games. So I know, or I knew, that I, I'd played Overwatch for, well, I think it was about 700 hours. I'd played Rift for 860-something. I've played, um, well, you know, you get the idea. It just lets me know kind of how much I've played games. I'm just, I like stats. That's the kind of thing I like looking at. I like to work on oh, That means I've played an average of an hour a day since it came out or whatever. Just silly thing. You know what else, you know, probably, probably think I'm an idiot, but... Um, I don't know, I just like tracking these sort of things. Now, the software that I used, Raptor, I didn't realize, well, I think maybe I had seen something about them stopping or shutting down, and I'd kind of just not taken it seriously, perhaps, I don't know, I should have. Um, last September, I think, it initially happened, but a few weeks back, it, they actually literally shut it down, and I could no longer log in. 
then I realized, okay, I can't anymore actually see my statistics. So I know there was over like 4,600 hours of gaming tracked over God knows how many years, 10 or 15 years. And that's just gone. I don't think I've got any way of getting that back. Obviously, things like Steam, they track it for you anyway. So a lot of the games have the information. But something like Overwatch, Blizzard don't actually appear to track how much you play. Anyway, so it just got me thinking, oh, I wonder what other software there is that would track it. It's kind of independent that hopefully you know won't just shut down and disappear. Um, and I did a bit of searching. And one of the bits of software that I tried was called Manic Time. And it kind of sits in the background and it... <laughs> and it sounds creepy, but it tracks everything you do. Websites you go to, applications you open, documents you open within a- apl- applications. Um, now, you can, if there's certain websites you rather weren't tracked, you can put in filters so that it misses some bits out. Um, and you can get it to auto-tag things. So if I open up Overwatch, then auto-tag that as gaming. So it still records that I'm playing Overwatch, but it also tags that as gaming. So if I then open up PUBG, that is recorded that I'm playing PUBG, but it also tags it as gaming um so well i'd say it auto tags it doesn't for the free version and i thought oh, that actually sounds a really cool idea that it auto tags so i thought well, may- maybe i would pay for the you know for the ability to do that so i had a look on their website and it's like 50 odd pounds and i thought wow 50 quid just to track what different games i'm playing so so on the off chance i basically emailed the developers saying i've just wondered if you fancied giving me a license and i'll do your video review yeah, no problem. This was in like within like an hour. They yeah, no problem. Here you go, and just sent me a key. I thought, oh, okay, fair play. So that's really nice of them. So um, I used it for a week or two, and I, I did make a video. It's on my channel if you wanted to see it. If this is maybe the kind of thing that interests you, and it might interest you if you're a coder, because or any or even like a graphic designer, perhaps, because I think really it's for people that might bill people for the time that they spend um, on their computer, effectively. So if you're a coder and you're working on someone's website, for example. It was probably really useful to know, well, you spent three hours working on this document or, you know, working on this particular website because that's the, I mean, you can even set up a, what do they call it? Not a time card. Um, it's basically a billing sheet for somebody using the software. So that's probably the case. And that's probably why the license is 50 odd pounds because it's meant for sort of businesses. You can set it up so it reports into a, so if I've set it up, so it reports into my file server. Um, and you can have multiple different users and you can kind of, again, you can sort of track what they're doing and what they're spending their time on. So if you did have a, I don't know, a team of like five developers, you would use this software to track exactly how much time you were spending working on a particular app or game or website. And it would make billing people a, a lot easier. <laughs> I mean, it, it would make it accurate as well, so you wouldn't necessarily be able to, oh, we must have spent at least 10 hours doing that. And you look at it, because this is, it happens to me. I think, oh, I've spent loads of time on Udemy this morning, and I, that gets tagged as learning. And I look at it, and it says, oh, you've done 40 minutes. What? Uh, was it? I thought it was ages. Um, so you can't make things, yeah, I spent a couple of hours doing it. No, you didn't. You spent 40 minutes doing it. Oh. Um, but I would imagine that's why it's quite an expensive license, because it's meant for businesses, really. But anyway, that's manic time, and if it sounds sort of the thing, you know, if you like stats like me, then you might want to have a look. Um, Gaming-wise, I am still playing Overwatch, as I've kind of mentioned. I still play probably an hour or two most evenings I have. Um, but I've also played a little bit of Motorsport Manager, which was on is on Steam, um, which is an interesting sort of, oh, I wouldn't even call it a Formula 1 uh, simulator or management game because actually it covers it is it is a motorsport manager you start off in a different sort of like um what's the first one i forget asia the asia cup or something then you go to europe and you know it's all different types of cars i mean they're generally people would recognize them as f1 cars i think but they're not they're sort of f2 or f3 or 
whatever else there is. Um, but it is actually really good fun. You get to manage your team. You hire um, your your uh, engineers. You hire your pit crew. You hire your strategists. You hire you. You can develop your head office. You can build. So in the game I'm playing, I just developed or built a what's it kind of like a forecast center. So all of a sudden, I get a better weather for, or longer weather forecast when we're in the race. So I know whether I need to come in and change tires and such. Um, but the the most fun bit is obviously sort of the practice where you get to adjust your wings and your gear ratios and your suspension to get the best setting for the for the track. Then off you go into qualifying, and obviously after that you go into the race. And then when you're in the race, um, it's you're, you're kind of doing, watching like a top down view of the race happening with your two drivers, and you get to tell them when you want to pit them. You get to monitor their tire wear and their fuel usage, and you can tell them to kind of um, either turn their engine up or drive more aggressively and in both cases either sort of you're going to use more petrol or you're going to use more tire um, and you can see you can monitor the tire wear and tire temperatures and all that kind of thing and then it's down to you to make the pit stops and get them back out into clean air and all this kind of thing and it, it is really good fun if you if you enjoy watching f1 and you enjoy the kind of the strategy involved you will love this game check it out motorsport manager uh, i think full price is like 24 pound on steam but i'm sure i've seen it on offer down to sort of 12 pound it really is um quite a sort of it's easy to lose a few hours playing it basically if you love motorsports i've been playing a little bit of PUBG again as well actually i just played some this morning actually uh mainly driven by the custom servers you can now do so the the forum i use a lot is overclockers uh they set up custom servers and you'll get kind of 20 or 30 of you in a in voice chat on discord playing one-on-one against each other and that kind of adds a bit more to the game if you know the people you're playing against or vice versa they they have um, war mode, so they had a war mode this weekend where it was eight-man team, so there'd be eight of us in Discord. Uh, it actually was quite easy when there's eight of you that are actually playing together. I think a lot of the time they're sort of random eight people or whatever, and, and we won the two games I played yesterday. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's sort of put a little bit of life back into uh, into the, the game for me. Um, and then my final point, strangely, my sort of YouTube figures seem to have slowed down. I'm not quite sure what's going on because... Uh, income-wise, it's not really changed, but I've gone from I think most sort of seven-day periods used to have twenty to twenty-four thousand views, and it dropped down to sort of twelve or thirteen, which is quite weird. I don't really know why. There's nothing much has changed. I don't know if they've changed how they measure what a view is. If you have to watch more of the video to get a view or so, I don't know. Um, I mean, the, the, there's a little bit of income from it, and that's not really changed much. So I do wonder if it's just something how they've changed what's recorded as a view if you know anything about that then obviously please let me know i'd be quite interested to know um but the only reason i mention this really just if you're listening to this you're probably one of my uh more hardcore followers i guess um so i'll just ask if you would help by sort of sharing videos or posting them on forums you use if it's relevant i don't want people spamming things but uh you know someone's talking about the moto g6 oh i've just seen this this review that's quite good maybe check him out i just really appreciate it if you help sort of spread the word i guess because the subscribers they still grow but it's not as not at the rate that they they used to i suppose so anything that anybody can do would be much appreciated so there we go um <laughs> was that worth the seven or eight week wait or whatever there was between episodes so i'll try and uh not leave it so long again um but uh yeah that's all for now so thank you for listening thank you for following and subscribing and anything else that you can do to help but for now my name's andy and i'll catch you all again soon